Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Chronicles of a Black Sheep. We have D. Randolph in the house, Anthony Dunaway, and Honey Daniels. Yeah, you you gonna smack? You ain't gonna wave to, to appreciate it. You appreciate know what? You. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so Tonight, we are talking about Black Parenting 101. And I I, I did the extension on it of feeling. Wait, wait, why why, why got to be Black Parenting? Why can't it just be Because We're going to go there already. Why can't, we, why can't we be just be African to Americans? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told y'all I'm on one today, so let's get it. Okay. We're gonna do we're gonna do black parent. It is African American, but it is. And the reason why we gonna do specifically black parent is because other nationalities parent a little different. Ah, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Thank thank you, honey. I, I thank you. That was beautiful. All right, all right, all right. So right. black parenting. Because from the topic we kind of ventured off on our last podcast, we was going into that area. And with some of the posts and comments that topics that were posted this week all kind of geared down to this one little area. So, and it's black people. We said we was going to be honest and put it on the table. So we putting it on the table. Okay. All right. Um. So cool business. Um, so first we we gonna go ahead and like you said, we gonna we gonna touch black parenting. So a few weeks ago, little old Kirk Franklin and his son had a disagreement. The son it was an argument. There was no disagreement. It was an argument. Uh, let's let's call it what it is. Kirk cussed his ass out. I mean, and sometimes oh, okay. our kids make, and he deserved it. Cuss their ass out. All right, okay, right. regardless All if right. you saved or not. I mean, everybody got a limit. And uh, true that. So, but do you think? And I am gonna touch. Do you think because Kirk is a minister, this gospel musician, that he crossed the line by cussing his son out? Absolutely not. So, because his title didn't make no difference with the with, with him cussing his son out. No. Okay, so let's talk about that though. Right there, that right there is someone's raising their hand like they're in kindergarten. Yes, sir. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh no, I. I mean, I think the elephant in the room is the age. What do you mean? The you age. Son's age. How old is the son? I think yeah, that's a grown ass man. 30. I want to say to say he's yeah. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 Over 30? 30. Yeah. I want to say 33. He's 33. Yeah, I think he was 33. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't think that's the elephant in the room. I think the elephant in the room was more so. His him being a pastor or not a pastor, but him being in the the church community. That's what everybody has so much to say about. I don't give a damn how old he is. 
I don't give a damn how old you are. You my child? I can be a hundred. You can be a hundred and two. I'm still cussing you out or beating your ass. Facts. <laughs> you're gonna be a hundred and they're gonna be a hundred. So it really matter what he did. Okay. I'm coming back as yeah. a ghost. <laughs> what you doing wrong? He's so stupid. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I got you. Um I, I got you. So even in that, do you feel like the son is wrong for putting the video, the, the recording out? Yes. Okay. I do. That was a publicity stunt. He wanted to embarrass his father. He was like, he, you know, he said oh, hi. Excuse me. In high regards in not only just the black community, but the gospel community. And he, he did that to change his reputation and say, oh, he ain't holier than thou. This man was on Oprah umpteen number of years ago saying he had a porn addiction. He's fucking human. He puts he lets everything be known. I mean, he's not hiding, you know, behind his his his, you know, title or the church. He lets you know he got problems. He got issues, things that happened in his marriage. I don't think what he did was no different than any of our parents or any of us as parents to do to our kids. Just because he go to church and he in the church and he live by, you know, the Bible a little stricter than others. So we say, because that's what we see. We don't know this man personally. Well, we know that he's a father. Well, we know that his child, you know, like Daryl said, no matter how old he is, got disrespectful. So he got his fuck ass cussed the fuck out, just like any of us would do our children. And any black parent would do their children. It's cut their ass the fuck out when they get disrespectful. Kurt is no different. He pissed him the fuck off and he said, Lord, hold on a minute. I'll be right back. Motherfucker, if you ever, you know, and then he was like, yeah, after, after he got his ass cussed out, he, you know, he prayed about that shit afterward and then all is forgiven. The fuck? His, his, his son got really Here's the thing, like, as far as his son, his son, the first thing he did wrong was when he posted that video, look at what he put up under the video. That was it. That was exactly meant to to taint Kurt Franklin, um, his reputation. Because if it was something like he was really asking for help or something, it wouldn't have been, oh, look at what I have to deal with. You looking at this guy like blah, 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 was done in the dark. Right. Oh, now now you got the Holy Grail in your hand or something like that? Um, The second thing is, too, something that I found out after the fact that there was a uh there's always been a rift between him yeah. and Kurt Franklin and Kurt Franklin and the old boy's mom. It's always been a rift. They Kurt Franklin and his mom always did their best to raise him the right way, like made him feel love and everything like that. But even as a child. He may not have understood that, and now he still has that that childlike mentality. So, and again, social media doesn't make it any better, but he has that childlike mentality. And so he's like, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of everybody holding you up to crap, up, up, up top, whatever, trying to make you um, look like you all that. You you weren't there for me, so how am I gonna hurt you? I'm gonna hurt you. Um, publicly, I'm trying to embarrass you, and like anything else, if it's not well, first of all, if it's not thought out right, it's gonna backfire, and that's exactly what happened. Instead of him getting the 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 things 
well, he him getting the reaction that he wanted to get, he didn't, and it backfired on him. Now he's like, he's sitting in the room somewhere, probably crying. So I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say he cried. You're not crying. You're not crying. You you just it didn't work out the way you thought it was gonna work out. Just in case you're watching it. Fuck that nigga. What you think, Anthony? <clears throat> Uh, first of all, Anthony is on mute. I need you to unmute. Okay, there it is. No, I'm unmuting yeah. myself because I got you know family feud going off in the background. Gotcha. Um, all right. <laughs> I myself is like, look, I know parenting is a lifetime. I see parenting as a lifetime kid. Even when my kid turned 18 on paper, yes, he's an adult, but he's gonna always be my kid. But at some point, you know, like there's just certain things you can't. You can't allow, and which I totally get where, you know, Frank was coming, not Frank, Kirk was coming from with that. Um, like, look, it's only so much shit you can take off of a person to be like, look, let me set you straight. I'm going to talk to you now since you're going you to act like my ego. I'm going to treat you like one. And from what I understand, just like, you know, Big D, you know, address, you know, there's, they have priors. It's like, you know, that was, you know, the straw that could have been the straw that broke the camel back. And, you know, dude, buddy is out of line. Like, you you gotta let that little entitled shit go. <clears throat> you know, like that, that's not that's not cool. Like, I, I, I feel that as a parent, it's up to me to let, you know, raise my kid, groom my kid, and, and breed my kid as, you know, so he can stand on his own too. But yet, if you do need help with something, I'm here for you, but I just think, I think for me personally, I look at it as a, a matter of baby boy is counting daddy's pockets and he wants something, he feels he owes him something for whatever, you know, it may be that, you know, he feels Kirk owes him, but it, it's a little money thing. I feel just everything at the end of the day is it, money. My thoughts. Okay, so let me ask this. Um, reading through and going through even during that and after something was brought up about his son having mental health issues, and this is where when he said that the therapist was on the line he had called the therapist in the midst of the argument to try to help calm the son down does that make a difference um i Think if they, they call the therapist to say let the ter not not terrorist the therapist uh, to engage with Kurt that's cool but it seemed like for me like it was set up like like he said look this is what I gotta deal with watch how he reacts to me like I deal with somebody a family member I know he ain't right up top and you try to be patient with that individual but that individual knows what's wrong with him. And use that as an excuse, a crest to say, look, I got this problem. Be patient with me, but I'm still going to be jacked up and effed up. So y'all get over it. There's it, it's a, some people that are like legit, in my opinion, have these issues, but are, have also have like a, a degree of uh, being a master manipulator. They want to play tug of war with you and i'm not into tug of war like i i would take the same 
make the same response, have the same response that Kirk had, which was like, yeah, man, like, chill the F out, and this is what it is. Like, dude, you're a buddy. You're 30-plus years old, man. Get over yourself, you know? But, I mean, I also deal with things differently. I don't know if I would ever respond to my kid that way because I'm really, I'm really not that type of person. But if any of my two came at me, Weird. I probably I, I I would check them. I don't know what it would sound like, what it would look like. I wouldn't know until I'm in that spot. But I don't think with the son, if the son ain't in no in no facility, in no institution, his mental health issue ain't too bad. So whatever whatever uh, Kirk's said to him, I fairly deserve shit. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Jesus. Okay. So. so, so I'm finna let me touch on that real quick. So okay. the whole the I didn't know about the part about the, the the therapist. So who called the therapist? Was it Kirk or was it his son? Kirk called the therapist on three-way. He said because this is the therapist mm. they've had since he was a child, and he's very familiar with him. This is also supposed to be Kirk Franklin's best friend. So he tried to, he called him on three-way to try to defuse the situation. But my thing, personally, is if this been his therapist all this time, he 33 years old, obviously this shit ain't working. <laughs> Get another well, therapist, well, well, something else, because it's not working. It, here's, the, here's the thing, being in the, being in the behavioral health field, that's right. First of all, the thing that pops up in my head is conflict of interest, because you, your best friend, should not be your child's therapist. True that. Because that's that's a way. I mean, you can technically manipulate the situation if you really, really wanted to. And two, or even without without really knowing that you are, it is right. a conflict of interest. I think. Right. Right. And then two, like. The stuff that goes on in therapy is supposed to be a, a physician-client uh, confidentiality. All right. Who so, says it's not? Yeah. Well, for him to call him on three-way. Just think mm -hmm. about it. For him I mean, to call Kirk, yeah. For Kurt to call think... him on three-way, that's 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 an already issue. That's already mm -hmm. issue. So okay. now the flip. Okay, now I'm gonna uh, talk about the, the the whole scenario. So if Kurt called his therapist on three way and the conversation still escalated, they need to be fired. <laughs> I'm just being honest because I, I mean, being again being in the behavioral health field, our job is conflict resolution. So if yeah. it escalated to the point where Kirk Franklin curses his child out the entire time, unless unless it was an exercise. Now, if it's an exercise, his son is dead ass wrong. But anyway, he cursed his son all the way out like that. He need to be fired because he should have somehow, some way, deflected all of that negative energy or whatever things that um, what's the dude name? Keon, was it Keon? The, the boy yeah. name. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. Um, well, let's not critique the child or not child, a grown man, his mental health status. Let's loop it back around to the parenting. 
And that's what I was gonna. That's what. That's why I was going with it. That's why I was going with it. That's exactly where I was going. Well, come on, run your ass. What's going on, Shouty? Hey, hey, hey! I see your your dress tight right now. You better loosen up. Shit. <laughs> I'm hungry. So basically, what I was trying to say while really interrupted is, if that was a that was the case, one like I said, he should have deflected and got down to the to the root problem, which was how Kirk and the history between Kirk and Keon. That should have been the root problem. And like you said earlier, if they've been that's been his therapist for that long, he need to be fired. Like he should have already known. Okay. Keon isn't a manipulator. He's gonna manipulate the situation. This shouldn't even be a conversation. So yeah. Okay. I I, I can I, I can see that because I'm just thinking. But I know at the so at the same time, even as parents, you know, there could be some certain stuff that could be said that gonna trigger you to click. <laughs> Let's be honest. Because we don't really know so much of what he said on the call. But huh. I'm thinking he had to say something to make Kirk click. Because Kirk went fed. I didn't see that coming. I was like, ooh. Ooh. Oh, okay. Anybody with digital porn will cuss your ass out. I, I, he had been all along. It's funny we talking about this because... I shouldn't say it's funny. I definitely just find a new catchphrase. But now yeah. that we're talking about it, if you look at... Her, I grew up in the church. I grew up in the church. Like uh, Sunday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes Saturday, then you got a revival, everything. <laughs> so, and we always make jokes about it, but what's so damn funny? Because <laughs> we can relate. Remember, I'm a preacher's kid. So, I yeah, man, we, yeah. seven days of church is what it was. And then, you know, Sunday, you got two, maybe three services. So, See, I, I, yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't royalty. I was. I was a deacon, deacon grandkid. I wasn't an almighty preacher child. But anyway, like I was saying, we joke about it about how people, church people in the church, will cuss you out through their teeth, and then say hallelujah, praise God for you. So I'm not understanding what is the whole, the problem with the way. Everybody's calling that Kurt Franklin for one. For two, I'm not understanding why everybody's so shocked that it happened because mm -hmm. we are already know that we cuss our kids out. We don't do no timeout. We don't do no old Jimmy oh. go to the corner now. We say <laughs> if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down, we're gonna split your Kool-Aid pack. I don't like Kool-Aid. Like, <laughs> no, for real. So, basically, you saying all black people cuss their kids out. That what you saying? Majority. <laughs> I ain't gonna say all. Because, you know, you got you got some that like... And this... Okay, I'm glad we're going now. And I'm not gonna say all. And this is why. This is why. Because I know, personally, black some African-American black people that was raised in a house like that where if they look wrong, they got their hat rack split, and they said they will not raise their kids like that. So they don't curse their kids out. They do find other ways to discipline their child, other ways to uh, to get the message across. And 
Some some work, some don't. But they chose that because of the history and how they felt about what was done to them. And that could be the case right now. Okay, so we got some comments coming up. <laughs> Where do you see comments at? I don't see no damn comments. It's the if you hit the angle, if, if comments, I, I see them. So somebody said, oh. I learned how to cuss in the church. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, I you know what? I believe it. I believe it. I hey. Mm. I believe. Yeah, I've I've seen it. Yeah, I don't I don't see. No, I'm gonna just be fuck it. I'm gonna say it. I don't see pastors sitting there looking at the same thing I'm looking at, say the exact same thing I'm thinking. But boy, I would tear that ass up if she gave me a shot. And yeah, his wife working the same spot. And so it's like. So yeah, I could I can relate to that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but as far as the parenting issues, <laughs> so, I think yeah, I've I seen it all. As parenting, y'all getting a little bit too focused on Kurt. And that's this not what I'm saying. That's why I'm about. That's you exactly want to do some shit. And I think to go back to Daryl's question. Oh. I a lot my, I of Kirk being in the news is because of who Kirk is. Kirk yeah, is... Is his name Ray Ray? Yeah. Nobody give a fuck. I'm just saying, you asked. He is seen as this gospel music artist, this pillar in the community. This He sat on a, he sat on a pedestal. So when somebody that people put on a pedestal, some shit come off, you already know people like, oh my God, oh. Curse. Oh, he he cussed. Oh, he cussed the son out. He did this. Same way going into when he came out and said, Well, hey, I have a I have a sex addiction. I watch porn. They was like, Oh, Lord, the man of the cloth got he he watching titties flapping and booties clapping. First of all, that whole thing with 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 that is just is so hypocritical. Everybody in the church is fucking, first and foremost. So why are they so shocked that this man came out and be like, oh, hey, I'm a sex addict? Most of the damn preachers, the deacons, the bishop, they fucking everybody in the church anyway. But you want to point fingers because this man publicly said Exactly. But hey, let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this about the, um. so <clears throat> bring around to the parenting part. Talking about uh, we learn how to cuss in the church and and all that stuff um, doesn't make it right. Depends on your definition and the whole scenario. We only know bits and pieces. Well, I'm I mean, not some people I'm may not look at cutting Frank. your child out as being wrong. I'm not talking Period. about Kurt Franklin. I'm just talking about in, in general. Like, does it make it right for you as a parent to curse your child out? <laughs> I got cussed out. <laughs> I, I, I got cussed the fuck out. So, okay. I mean, I don't cuss my kids. If I cuss, it's you didn't hit that button. That's your warning. I'll tell you go sit your apple head behind down somewhere. Whatever. But if you push that button, if you go sit your ass down somewhere, so we have a problem. But the extent of what he cussed his son out at, no, I don't do that with my kids. 
I'm gonna redirect I'll cuss your my son out to that extent, but do I cuss at him? Absolutely. Now, was I raised like that? I didn't get cussed at. I don't even. I didn't even get whoopings as a child. We know. So I cuss we, we because know. I just cuss in general. So he gets cussed at, not degraded, cussed out, but you know, get your ass and then do what that do what I ask you to do, like general cussing out. So yeah, he does get cussed at, but. Not to the degree of disrespect or demeaning. Let me say that demeaning the child and making them feel, you know, what you got, like calling your daughter your hand, bitches Tony. and hoes and shit like that. That huh? part. I see you raising your hand, Tony Montana. What you got? Um, come on, Anthony. Did Is I scare? I don't know. Does he mute it? Uh, unmute, sir. You muted yourself. No, I see it back to mute. Okay, we and can he, hear you, sir. And he echoed me. The it says the host has muted me. And then oh, we can hear you now. Me. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, somebody, whoever the host is, mute me. Okay, well, may you, you please restate your question. I just said, what, on, what you got? You can't raise your hand. That's what I'm... Oh. Oh, no, mm. she clarified it already. She said it. Okay. Okay. So, Francine posted the Kirk Franklin. I'm going to get messy. Hold on. Let me get messy. Let me get messy. I'm going to get messy. So, honey. So... You mm. said that you that you never got whooping. So how did you get disciplined for stuff that you did? What did I do? <laughs> here we go. Oh, oh so here you, we go. Oh, so here you we go. Didn't do anything, but you uh you did it so well you didn't get caught. Mm. Um, both. Yes, I mean okay. I wasn't a bad child, and T has been on the phone with me while I talked to my mom. I, w I was just not a bad child. I was always very, the way I am now is more so like I, I was as a child. Like I'm very upfront and, and would tell you, I never was sneaky. If I did something like consequences are just consequences. I just took them in stride. But I wasn't a bad child. I really didn't get in trouble. I mean, per se, the only time I've ever gotten in trouble and when I did get in trouble, my mom apologized to me because she thought um, I was like going to this basketball game to see a boy, to see this guy who liked me. Everybody should know by now that was definitely not the case. But she thought it was at the time, and I got in trouble for it. But she apologized to me because when she found out, you know what it was, you know it was just that. But no, I didn't get in trouble. I didn't. Get, I didn't get whippings for whatever reason. Okay. Equals why she's a brat now. Yeah, I'm about to say that you you are a a. An anomaly, man. She is a brat. Oh, he and her talk on the phone to her mama. Oh my god! But it, see, it, and see, that's that's interesting because so so. Let me ask you this because like growing up, growing up the way I did, and people that I know did, it was like different. We had that that fear factor, like. We didn't want to get, we didn't want to do anything or get caught doing anything because of the fear of of being disciplined, getting our ass whooped. Ain't no discipline. It wasn't no discipline. It was straight getting your ass whooped. So 
was that what kept you out of trouble or was it just like or was that just something you just came out the womb like with a halo on your head and let's like no, no, I'm just saying I wasn't a bad child. It doesn't mean that I didn't do things that I probably mm. should have gotten in trouble for. But my mom was my mom is just not a mean person. Um, she would give you a look, the the Ooh. black parent, the black mama look, Ooh. and then once she gave me the look, then I was like, okay, well, you know what, I I can push you until that look. I didn't do enough to get my mom don't cuss even when she wasn't say sanctified whole ghost field. She don't cuss. You know, all she do is give you that look, and that look was equivalent to an ass whipping. So I didn't do much of nothing to get in trouble. I mean, when I did do stuff again, you know, I was like, "Can't all, oh, baby, I'm slick." So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get in trouble like that. And then again, I was like a grandmother's baby. My grandmother was my everything. So up under her hand, there was nothing nobody can do to me anyway. Even if right. I did do something that was out of pocket, you know, my grandmother was my savior. So, a brick. I didn't get and, and I'll say that now. Granted, I got ass whoopings. I didn't get a lot of ass whoopings, but I got ass whoopings, mm-hmm. and my ass whoopings basically came from my mother. Now, this this was one of them people that was like, <laughs> if you you lost some skin, you just lost your skin. Hopefully, you learn next time not to do whatever the fuck you did to get your ass whooped. That kept me from being in trouble to because I didn't want no ass whooping, but I wasn't a bad kid. I can count my ass whoopings, but I wasn't a bad kid. But that that fear of that ass whooping, yeah, that that kept me out of trouble even more. I was like, I'm good. It, I it, have it no clue what you're talking about. This right here. And then, so, and, that's, and you know what? Just because you don't have no experience, that's an experience because you. <laughs> That's a different dynamic because yeah, a, like a lot of folks don't realize like yes, we push that narrative of oh my mom and dad beat beat my ass and all this other stuff, but that's not always the case. Not every every black person or black family is raised like that. Sure. So yeah, so that's okay. a different that's a, a different point. Through that. So going into what we really was going to start going with the podcast, because I see we kind of at the 30 minute mark and we was going to give Kirk his little moment. So going in to what we talked about, because somebody actually it was uh, Amanda commented on the post because <laughs> I'm seeing the comments come through and she said. Before we go into it, she mentioned that boys are not supposed to cry. She said that is a sign of weakness. So we, you know, because we asked in New York. In there, we talked about a whole different mentality and ideology when it comes to certain stuff. So we went into: is it okay to cry? What emotions are not okay? And what is the difference with our sons versus our daughters? So she clearly stated her comment said, um, get up. She said, boys crying shows weakness is not allowed. That is. Go ahead, honey. My lip bottom. I'm about to break through my lip. I think that that statement 
may have a lot to do with how a person was raised because and all, and then that statement also shows the problem in our community I'm just talking about us yes. in our community the way men are why, how they are now because they have to try so hard not to show emotion they have to you know almost like hide their 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 feelings and what they're you know they have to appear and be a certain way. I got to be hard. I got to be this. I can't cry. I can't show fear. I can't do all these emotions because they were raised to believe that is a weakness. And I'm going to go on a limb and say, to some degree, my dad always told me that. You know, you know, you have, you all heard the phrase, no big girls don't cry. My dad would tell me all the time, you can't, you can't yeah. cry. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why. You know, I don't like to cry. I don't really show a whole lot of emotion. So I think that's a problem in our community telling our black, you know, boys to don't cry. They're they're human just like females are. I don't like the double standard. Men have emotions ah. too. That just because a man cried don't make him less of a man. Just because he has a fear or something don't make him less of a man. I don't believe that. Women say, I want a man that can understand me. I want him to be sensitive, but I want him to be hard. But you don't know what the fuck you want. Because a man can't be all of this. You might want, you know, at, at the end of the day. If you want a man, take your man that, uh, take a whole man. A whole man can show his emotions. A whole man can express to his wife, his girlfriend, his fears, you know, his trials and tribulations. You know, you want a motherfucker just to dick you down good and show just zero emotion. To, to to you need a Jody clearly that's what the fuck you need. You don't need a real you don't you don't want a real man. The dicky down sounds oh. good though, but no, not not Jody. Okay. Not, <laughs> nothing about Jody like, sound good. You know, men men have, I think that's a problem in the got? community. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm over here itching because it's like because so check it out. So I'm gonna pose a question to everybody that's listening. Okay. When a when a person cry, what is it? Is it they crying because of the situation, or they crying because of a, a release? Mm. So what I mean by that is, hold on, wait, let me finish. What I mean by that is, so when people always say boys not supposed to cry, boys not supposed to cry, how are we supposed to? release the the energy from whatever ha has happened whether it's pain uh sadness anger whatever 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 all right now the caveat to that is if a person cries all the time like at every single thing all right it might be a situation a, a deeper situation as i.e they don't understand their emotions or they don't understand how they feel it, and that's the only way they can express it. Come on, right. Pastor. But, you be you huh? preaching now. You preach, hey, man. Come on, Pastor. Come on. So, so when when we say big boys, big boys and big girls not supposed to cry, I think we should change that from not just crying, but why are you crying? As far as understanding right. where these emotions are coming from, because we got prisons and shit full of individuals who don't cry. Well, exactly. Well, they pick up a gun. Let me take that back. We got prisons 
is full of people who didn't cry before they got in prison. Right. <laughs> before they got in prison, that's how they released their anger. And not only just not only us, but in general, individuals don't know how to express that that emotion that they're feeling at that time at that time. But then okay. when the shit happens and they end up in prison, the first thing they do, they cry. They cry. Why? Why did I do that? Why did I do mm. that? And it goes back to us telling them, boys, a big girl's not supposed to cry. Absolutely. So I think I feel deep in my soul on this one because I think that has been a, a thorn or whatever you want to say in the black community because we mm. have not been able, for one, to express our feelings. If you mm. express your feelings, if you're passionate, you're an angry black person. There you go. If you if you if you cry, you're a weak black person. Yep. If yep. you're quiet, you're a strange black person. So you we we can't express yep. our feelings and we continue to, to pass that from generation to generation to generation. So agree. Yeah. yeah. So when it comes back to the, the thing, the my initial point was we need to learn how to understand our emotions, understand yep. how our emotions and be able to express them. Figure out positive ways to express it, and that and that's a lot of ath- And I'm glad you said that because a lot of athletes have that. Me, me personally, I'll take. I'll say it too. We have that 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 machismo that keeps us from from doing that. We have that. Oh, um, that I got that that Herculean or Samson strength. Like, oh, I can't. I'm I'm this. I'm that. And not just athletes, shit. I'm in the military now, and I'm, I'm looking at soldiers literally watch folks die and don't shed a tear. Mm-hmm. That other part. You know what? Somebody in the comments, because I can't see, nobody's name is coming up for me. Him. I got it. I can see him. Don't okay. worry about it. Don't, don't worry about the name. What do they say? I'm going to assume it's Julie, because it says I'm from New York. Yeah, yeah it is. So my son's okay to cry, don't hold feelings in. Um, men mental health is so overlooked because of the fact that people look at boys and men being pumped with emotions. That is 100% the narrative that I was trying to bring out when I said that men mental health is so super important. Um, and I think us as black parents should, if we have black sons, make it okay for them to yes. express their feelings. Yes. 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 <laughs> Say that. Not, and not, and not, just, not, just, not just that part, but just not just expressing because you can express it but not know and understand what you're expressing or not know why you're feeling this way. That's just like that's just like that's when the um when a boy gets his first first erection. He don't know. He just know his shit his shit is standing wait, up wait, wait, and it's wait, wait. I need some I need so, some tea. Dog, this, next soda, this, this green tea in there. But, and that's and that's the same thing. If you tell him oh your 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 dick's gonna get hard because of blah 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 the blood flowing blood or whatever whatever. He like okay I understand that but now how am I gonna get it to go down? Okay, it's go. the same thing oh, with emotions. Okay. It's the same thing with emotions. You sitting there oh it's okay to cry it's okay to to express your feelings and everything okay I'm expressing it now how am I supposed to deal with it? You and can think of not analogy. You can think of nail. That's what you came up with. You, hey, hey, you understood what I'm saying though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But it's like I said, in, the, in, in any way, 
Like, so how that's where I think we we lack. We don't tell them what they're explaining to them, what they're experiencing, what they're feeling. Yes. And how to how to uh address it. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna need you to stop smacking. I don't know. Yeah, oh, that's the this, same this thing. man took all my whole goddamn night. But uh, no, that's the same. That's the same thing that about you. you. Hold on, you got a son, so you should. What? How you and your time is coming because Zay is in his preteens. Yeah, what you gonna tell him? Thirteen. Don't touch. What I'm gonna do? He got a dad. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be one hundred with y'all. Gotta make sure he do close. I'm better be in here watching porn. It be on his phone. I seen it on his phone. I don't say shit. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That ain't, so that ha- ain't, that ain't my ring. So, so have you got, oh, seen do the, got the, the, the special see? socks on the floor? I don't clean your room. I don't go in. I'm keeping that bitch. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, my sister. I'm going to turn in a Farrakhan X on this beat. Hold on, my sister. <laughs> Let me tell you about <laughs> this now. So it do have something to do with you because that is part of the reason why there is a disconnect between black men and women. He's he's learning about sexual intercourse from porn. Porn is fake as shit. Porn is like, so if you have an impressionable, impressionable mind watching porn, that's how he thinks, okay, that's how I'm supposed to have sex. So until somebody corrects him, until somebody corrects him, then that's how he's going to keep moving forward. So he's going to think next time okay. he see a chick, he, next time he see the female pizza delivered chick, he's going to pull a dick out and put it in, in her face. Oh. Oh, no. I mean... Top, but you know what I'm saying. I don't. Okay, so as a as a black father, what do you suggest his your your son's mother would have did, and when your son was doing that? Because at the end of the day, my son has a father. His father can talk to him. I don't discourage him from doing from watching it or doing whatever he do in the privacy of his room. Okay, that's, that's no cool. Problem. I ain't like, don't do that, don't do this. this, this. I don't give a fuck. What he doing? And that's, and that's, and that's cool. I don't know that's how cool. to have a conversation with him about it. That makes me, um, you know, uh-huh. itchy. Very. Itchy. It makes you uncomfortable. It's, it, because, but, but as a parent, as a, as a parent, now listen to me now. As I'm a parent. hit you with another one. I'm hit you with another one. As a parent, we have to be youth. To being uncomfortable, we have to get comfortable yes. with being uncomfortable. Yes, because if we are are doing our best as a parent, we have to look at, especially nowadays when everything is like right here. Yeah, we have to look yeah. at everything. We have to be like, okay, what is my what if my child is looking at porn on his phone? What 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 is what is his thought process on intimacy? What is his thought processes on Male and female interactions. What is what is their what is her thought process on intimacy? Ooh, shit. Her, Boy, hold on. Her, I got you saying on this conversation going so far. It's in my funny. Zone. I it's funny. That's what I'm saying. For no um, I'm, 
Mama, I'm boy, parents will stash in the night, Dorio. Okay. No, but I'm, but I'm this is I'm, I'm being real. This is the real thing in parents. Real deal. Because the thing is, even with me having Santi, you know, pretty much everybody that's close to me know that Asante has autism. When I have to go through autism classes for Santi, there is a section on sexuality. They give pictures, pictures, information. I'm sitting in there with Nay and my niece. And you know, my niece is like, she was 14 at the time because we did it last year. And when they started showing the diagrams down to you showing them and may even have to come to the point to showing them how to rub one out. Real talk. Yes, your face. And we're giving, we got a book. The book is like this big, okay? It goes down into talking to them about personal space. It goes down to telling them like, hey, if this is, hey, you wake up with this, this is what this is. This is talking about puberty. It's going down to everything too seriously, showing them how to masturbate because they're still human just because they may have some source of disability, but it also (laughs) gives pictures and the pictures were clear. (laughs) Like we was all flipping the page like... So that's something as me being a single parent that I, I mean it ain't something I want to do because I mean, to me it seems like it crossed so, the line. But if that's what I have to do in order to teach my son, so he don't okay. be somebody that grows up and be touching somebody else, or like Duria said, see the pizza lady and whipping it out because hey, it's there. This is it's what it is. That's what I'm going to have to do. See, that's what we talked about last week when we was talking about having these co- tough conversations and putting it out there. We got to put it out there. It's so much that parents don't want to touch and yeah. parents are behind. When it comes to their kids, their kids is 10 steps ahead of us because guess what they yeah. are? This right here. They 10 steps ahead and we lost. We thinking they, they don't know nothing about sex and they didn't learn about sex five years ago from this. Because we ain't had these tough conversations. It ain't always comfortable to be a parent. It's some discomfort up in there. It's stuff that has to be addressed and have to be talked about. Like, or you want them to go find out from somebody down the street. You want you want the little hot ass little girl, little hot ass little boy down the street to teach them about sex. If you're not and doing that's, it, that's what I, the wrong person. Like, when, when do you want to talk about sex? When before something happens that's life-changing or after yeah i think it's better to address it give them all the tools to to figure out to to make the possibly right make the right decisions because at the end of the day and i had to learn this after 19 fucking years because at the end of the day they're still going to make their their own decisions but if we don't if we don't prepare them or give them the right tools to 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 make the right decisions, then nine times out of ten, they're gonna make the wrong decision, and we're gonna be and we're gonna be upset at them for making the wrong decision when we really should be upset at ourselves for not equipping them with the right tool to do it. Yeah. So and, from and, the comments, I'm sorry, dude. Uh I'm from the say, comment. And, and, Julie made a comment. She said, I had a conversation with my son and his girlfriend. Not just the son, 
and the girlfriend. It was uncomfortable, but it has to get done. His father is in his life, but he doesn't talk about serious issues. So, and, and again. And you know what? I'm going I'm to ask this question. Do you think that comes from how we were brought up? How our parents didn't talk to us about things and everything was so taboo? I do think it has a lot to do with that because some stuff is supposed to be unsaid. It's supposed to be in the house. It's certain stuff that you don't talk about. You don't talk about sex. You don't talk about mental health. You don't talk about being touched or, you know, it's, it was so much back then that wasn't discussed. You don't go to the doctor. If you have mental health issues, you don't do counseling. It's in this box of stuff that we were raised that you were not supposed to discuss. You get it how you get it. And that's not what it's supposed to be as a parent. You don't get to pick, oh, no, I'm going to skip this, but I'm going to deal with this over here. And, oh, we ain't we going to X that out and we ain't going to never. Like, you don't get to pick and choose. You don't have a pick and choose child to pick and choose. What's up, Anthony? Mr. Dunaway, uh, yeah, I I was raised by, <laughs> I was raised by my school, and when I was coming up, we had the whole month of sex ed and all that stuff. Sixth grade transitioning into seventh grade, and I remember a lot of that stuff. And I think for me, that set the um, the foundation of uh, encouraging myself to know. And now that I am a parent and I haven't reached that age, but I'm, I think I'm prepared to make, be able to, you know, be there to support my son in that time of need when he needs his education. Um, he's only eight, so that can be in the next, I'm hoping four years, you know, the, to say the least, but I tend, like, I, I, I want to call myself prepared for that moment but also I'm also leaning that he's a lot like me because I was a late bloomer. I didn't kiss a girl so I turned 18. I didn't, I didn't do nothing else until I was maybe almost 20 for the first time. Um, but with him, uh, <laughs> I, I, I know y'all laughing. I knew, I knew as soon as I looked up, you was going to be laughing. I was, yes, we are laughing. I was so in, involved with sports. Like my end game, my, my goal was to get a scholarship. I didn't care if it was D1 all the way down to NAIA. I, that's what, that was my, my end goal. So I was constantly on the move, you know, trying to get, make that happen for myself. But I say all I say, I just, it, a lot of our parenting depends on um, the degree, the caliber of our child, I feel. Like I have a son, I have a daughter, they're four years apart. Um, the only way they would have a different curfew time is because of the age difference. But in that point in life, wherever they're both at, when my son is 14, my daughter's going to have the same curfew as him. When she's 18, she's going to have the same curfew as my son. And, you know, if they're, as adults, if they're living under my roof, you know, that's what they choose to do. That, you know, even as an adult, there'll be, there'll be a respectful coordinates in which you, you know, let me know, like, all right, I ain't come home with my pop or, you know, I am coming, you know, just, there just has to be like, you know, like, uh, 
buddy said, you know, there has to be um shit, I lost my train of thought. There you have, Let me touch kid, on that. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I don't like being uncomfortable. I don't care what y'all say. Um the whole curfew thing. I don't I don't I, I grew up like that. My my daddy attempted because he didn't he don't know how to discipline. He 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 don't even have a mean bone in his body. But the way he treated me and my sister and my cousin, who is a boy, cousins who are boys, we all, my sister and I had curfews. You know? Now mind you, I'm the oldest. My cousin was a boy who's a guy, didn't have a curfew. Now mind you, I'm in high school. He's in still in junior high at the time. He don't have a curfew, but I'm in high school. And from and the entire time I was in high school, I always had a midnight curfew. The entire, my entire high school life, I had a curfew of, of midnight. And he never had a curfew when it came to my dad watching over us. Now tell me why he got five kids now. But this nigga don't have no curfew. His sister. That part. You know? But I have one. My sister has one. Okay. So why do you have this um what do you call it? Double standard from when you're raising a daughter than when you're raising a son. You know, look at the scenario that Kevin Hart gave in some of his comedy. If his son doing something, you know, pulling his dick out in class or doing just something that they consider manly, you know, he was like, you know, hey, you know, give my boy, you know, some dab or whatever, you know, you you acting like your dad. So, you know, it's okay. But if your if your daughter is sending news or receiving dick pics, now she a hoe, a slut, you know, you have these double standards. I don't like no shit like that. Like, um, no, nah, that's what I'm about to get on. Yo, yo, you know, my kids gonna have to say, first of all, let me not say kids because that shit is blasting me up in here. Your children should have the same standards, whether they're a girl or a boy. That's what I'm saying. And I and I agree with that. And going back to what Anthony mentioned about being busy in sports, I know growing up, I, I was in sports. Basketball and track was my thing. So I had a friend that her mom figured the way to stop her from dealing with boys and getting pregnant would be to keep her in sports. And she was fantastic. She was, I mean, she was top of the game in every sport. She played every sport, every season. But if I told you how many times she had gotten pregnant while in sports, Mm. and even now she got three or four kids. Whereas, I mean, yeah, I play sports and everything like that, too. I have two. Not saying that's a a line, but people do try to keep their kids in sports to keep them busy because they think they want to keep them busy. They don't find time to do other stuff. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. Yeah. So right. I, I don't well, agree with that. That was my choice, though. Okay. That goes back to parenting, though. So that goes back to parenting. Yeah, it does. That that goes right back to parenting because that mother or father or whoever chose to keep their kid busy versus telling them like, hey, this is right, this is wrong, don't do this, don't do that. Again, equipping them with the tools to make the right decisions, to show them, okay, this is what's going to happen when 
and this is what could happen if you did X, Y, Z. They were like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna let you burn off that, burn off that energy by playing all these sports, not knowing, not realizing. I'm finna get deep now, nah, not knowing that it's gonna have the opposite effect because we know when you work out mm-hmm. when you train, your testosterone level rises. So just mm. because you have your daughter doing all these things, that don't mean that's gonna stop her from being horny. That's gonna make it worse. But now she really gonna be horny, sexually active, like a Brahma bull. But now she don't have the knowledge or the what's the word? She don't have the proper foundation to make the right decisions. Yeah, and that's and yeah, that's it in a nutshell. And the sad part about it is, and this is what this is what hurts me the most about being in our community. Is you hear stuff that people say, that comments on, on knowing this knowledge. I.e., you will hear people say, "I want to find me a girl who got daddy issues. I want to find me a girl who got mommy issues. I want, I want to find me a dude who, uh, who do this, all this, and blah 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 blah." So, what the fuck looking for that? No, that's what I'm saying. But that's that's the type of mentality that individuals get. So they know that this this happens. They know that this is this is why um, people are making people are not making the correct kids are not making the right decisions. Just I'm just trying to stop trying to be politically correct and just say it. Kids are making some dumbass decisions because they know their mom and their dad. Or they, the parents, the, I, don't, I don't care if it's your mom, dad, grandmother, uncle, auntie, whatever, they're not putting into them the knowledge to be like, hold on, I got this, this, I got to meet these milestones, or I got to do X, Y, Z. I can't, I can't let you uh, sidetrack me. And does it happen? I'm not saying that's the, all um, the case all the time, but nine times out of ten, that's what happens. And you do have your ones that still are the star athletes get pregnant, come back strong. But that that starts with that foundation. They made a mistake. They say, okay, I understand my mistake. I'm living with my mistake. I'm going to go. I'm going to still get back on that horse and ride off into the sunset. Versus, like you said, that individual who, after that first one, like, damn, I fucked up. And now she got seven kids before she got out of high school. Let me ask yeah. you this, Daryl. Yeah. The parents who, well, let me say this. I didn't have a, I didn't, I had a curfew, but I was not um, sheltered as a child. I was able to go and do anything I asked my parents to do. And I know you say, you know, when you try to hold the kids back, they do the opposite. You know, they, they want to get out there. They want to have sex. They want to do all whatever, whatever. Um, I feel like, for, for the most part, I think that it has some truth to it. Because, again, I, I I was not sheltered at all. I mean, I listened to any music I wanted to listen to. I watched movies I wanted to watch. I, I was on the go 24-7, sports, any, you know, any type of anything in our town. Um, my cousin, on the other hand, who was raised in a church, could not go. She had to, you know, lie and sneak her way out the house just to go you know, to a school dance, you know, because my auntie was so strict. They won't let her do nothing. But 
she didn't she didn't go she wouldn't go out and get pregnant. You know, when when she was able to sneak out or even when she got loose and went to college. You know, she didn't get wild and go crazy. I mean, she had her fun, but she didn't come back, you know, pregnant or whatever. She didn't get pregnant until she had a husband and, and, a, and a, you know, then she had a baby. So I don't think it's the norm for everybody. And then our parents didn't talk to us about sex. My parents didn't talk to me about nothing. Her parents didn't talk to her about anything. I learned from how, I don't know how I learned, about learning, clearly. But Because what I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what I was gonna comment is that, like you said, your cousin, she got, she did all of everything. She was strict and everything, but her parents taught her right from wrong. So regardless if she was not allowed, could just listen to what you said. Her parents taught her from right from wrong, but whatever. So and just listening um, to the whole scenario. When she got to college, she started exploring more of more and more of what what's the word on what what she felt like she missed out. But the problem, the thing with that is she probably she didn't was miss smarter. Out. She just had to sneak to do it. Well, okay. Again, that's another one. Sneak and do it. So that's just what's the word? I don't want to I'm trying not to use it. That's just crim not criminal behavior, but that's going against what you're being taught, because why do you have to sneak out? Why would you have to sneak out? If you know it's not right, why are you, if you know you're going against what you're being taught or what you're being told, why would you have to sneak out? True. So just going into the comment, because we're getting a few comments coming in. So Francine says she's the one that talked to her niece and her daughter and her and friends. Like she talked to everybody. Francine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Francine don't oh, have any she don't have no limit. She's going to shoot it to you, and she's going to shoot it to you raw. She ain't going to tell you what you want to hear. She's going to shoot it to you raw. And I've heard her talk to her nieces and her daughter before, and she she's real with it. She's going to shoot. She's not going to sugarcoat it. it it's going to be, you know, what it is. Oh, yeah. Francine, true that. I need you true. to come to Jacksonville real quick because I ain't got it in me. And that's, and that's how it should be. You should not hide because... Listen, this is how this is one thing I will say being being in the streets, being raised with hustlers and, and dope boys and stuff in my family. One thing that they all told me, they they all told me that if I don't teach you or I don't tell you like it is, the streets gonna teach you and tell you like it is. Yeah. Yeah. And You're if right. yeah. and if the streets tell you and teach you like it is. It's too late for you. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's and that goes back to our whole conversation when it talks about parenting and and talking to our kids and being comfortable at at being uncomfortable. Because if we don't do it, oh, you guarantee goddamn tea that the streets gonna do it. You can get. Oh. I could guarantee. I put my whole paycheck on as soon as your little girl, your little boy get out in them streets. They gonna be like, oh, okay, hey, we got fresh meat. Here, let's 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 see how far we can get them. Then the next thing you know, they caught up in some shit, and you looking like that's my baby. He not he did it, did it, did it. But were you there? Did you walk him through that? Now, the flip side mm -hmm. of that is, if you provided all of that information, everything raw, whatever, and they still made the, that decision, 
you can ask, it's going to still hurt, but you can say, I did everything in my power to prevent this from happening. You made this decision. Yeah. So yeah, I'll go ahead and talk about me now. So Yuli said, I grew up with my aunt and we never spoke about sex. I pretty much learned from school and from friends. So when I had my kids, I said I wasn't going to be that parent. I was, I, I was going to be involved. Um, Norman said he was a late bloomer. Uh, Roy said, great conversation. It is our duty as parents to make sure our kids are prepared for the world. My son just turned 13 and I'm having these conversations with him now. It's very uncomfortable, oh, but it's very necessary. And... <laughs> Okay. Yuli said she never had a curfew. Bobby said y'all had curfews. And but here, but here's, here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Here's the, here's the thing. I'm glad we, we're talking about it. And granted, the subject is wrapped around sex, but this is just in general, especially now with the way they're shooting and gunning down us in the streets. It's really, really imperative that we sit down and talk to our kids on how to maneuver, how to do things, because what you don't want to do is be that parent with your child on a shirt. And that's and that's the other thing that people are, are starting to get away from. Like, like why why are we more we are what's the word I'm looking for? We would rather have a GoFundMe account or a movement. Hmm. Then teach your kids how to maneuver in this in this world. And they're getting a false, and again, this is my point of view, this is my thought process. They're getting a false sense of security with everything that's going on. And um, and I think we are as parents starting to begin to fall into that to that groove. Oh, that same false sense of security, like, oh, that can't never happen to my child, or, or, my child is not like that. You don't. It goes back to you don't know what your child is if you don't, if you don't talk to him. True. Your child, your you might look at your child. Oh, he just, oh, he or she is just an angel and all this stuff, and they the biggest dope dealer in the damn city. <laughs> or he, huh. or vice versa. You might, oh, my child is this, my child is that. And next thing you know, you trying to rub one out, and you see your child on on a fucking porn hub or some shit. Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know that will fuck you. That one you will become a damn Christian. Hey, you be saved and sanctified. Wait, you said you're trying to see your child on a porno. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh, how much money you got paid for this? Because I ain't seen no change come up in here. Okay, you say that shit now. Nah. I know shit. You see that table in the background? That bitch be stuck in the ceiling. I say that shit. <laughs> I, I know you, honey. You, you know, I don't, I don't think so. The table in the background be even though, even though I'm I'm very um sensitive about talking to my baby about the subject, I'm I'm very open sexually. You know, sure, know it's just know, having I that talk with him so young. But that's what I know. I got that part. But you have to be. But I wouldn't care. No, but again, if, you if have he to. Had, okay. If he's when so, I did a porn, now, if I ran across it, that's, the first that's thing. what he's saying. What? Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Like you wear so okay, let's 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 make it even I'm gonna go grind I wouldn't be embarrassed, so feel some type of way. He's saying the table's gonna be through the roof. No, how how I wouldn't feel that way. I would be like, I hope you got paid for that. How old is your child? How old is your child? He's 13. Okay, what if you saw what if you saw him in a porno getting raped? Or your child raped? ends up this yeah. Oh, it's out there. It's out there. Trust and believe me. We talk about this shit all the time in the military. Trafficking human trafficking. Yes. Listen to me. Yes. And yes. That type of stuff. And it's a taboo subject, but it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens more to little girls versus little boys, but it still happens to little boys. And that's what I'm that's the type of stuff we need to discuss. Like if somebody's trying to take advantage of you, nah, you need to let somebody know. Because in the world so I had that conversation world, with him. Okay. I always have but had that of, conversation. So but a lot of people but the whole sex and the anatomy and doing stuff. Don't. Now that conversation I have not had. Yeah, but, a but lot of people to answer your question, if I had run across a video like that and saw them, I would be in prison already because everybody gonna die. Exactly. But a lot of I'm that's talking about that's my, that's my, generations. If I'm gonna go to prison, I'm going for you you going sister. Listen to me. I, I feel you. I feel you a hundred thousand percent. I feel you a hundred thousand percent because your entire gen- your entire life needs to just cease. Like no history of you. But what I'm saying is that's the type, these are the type of things we need to do as parents. We overlook everything. Granted, we're not gonna see everything, got that understanding, but we need to foresee um stuff in our kids' life, like take our experiences and and meld it with a hybrid of what's going on now. True, true that true that so while well, like Yuli said so Dario did you have a curfew and if you had a curfew was your curfew different from your sister's curfew Lord, I had a, I didn't I did and didn't I had a curfew up until I was I'll say I want to say 14 but my curfew was like 10. My sister, on the other hand, that motherfucker got away with murder. Like, she got, I'm like, everywhere I went, I had to have money money for the phone. I didn't I didn't get a car unless I paid for it. And so mm-hmm. I was on the bus, or I had, I was riding with friends. This chick, they bought her a car. She had a car before she got out of fucking high school. I didn't get my first car. To my freshman, yeah, my freshman year of college. No, sophomore year in college. So like it's flipped for me. Like she got, she got away with murder. They let her do whatever she wanted to. Do. Is she the baby? Granted, yeah, that's why huh? I was gonna ask. Was she the baby? Is she the baby? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why. Yeah. I mean, my brother got completely treated completely different. I mean, granted, no, that's still, I, that's bullshit. That's stuff. bullshit. But my, hey, my, my first of all, listen. My brother is twenty; will be twenty four oh, this man. this month, and he ain't never had a job ever. 
flag. Flag. Flags. Wow. What? But that huh? but there is that that's illegal bullshit right now. That that standard. Because even with me being yeah. the oldest, my brother, he got away with murder. Like murder. If we got in trouble, we put on punishment for a week. I gotta ride my week out. He off in two days. Curfew wise, we had a curfew, but didn't have a curfew. Um, my mama, either she wasn't there or you know, she was like, eh, if y'all let the house, but my house was like the party spot. So it was like, okay, we weren't outside. Hell, everybody was inside. So I won't say necessarily we had a dang curfew, but you know, you wasn't just like, it was like unspoken. You, you don't be out late because if you get caught, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. But you know, that girl boy, well, the girl can do this, you can't do this, but the boy can because he's a boy versus the girls can't supposed to be out in the street because, hey, something can happen. Well, something can happen to the boy, too. For me, it's across the board. You got a curfew, it ride for both of them, not just for one. It ride for both of them. Real quick. So then, so then wait. Who, who, who in the comments then got molested? Who is this here? So that is, I was going to go through comments. Thanks, honey. Um, Bobby said, I hope my mom never finds the girl that molested me when I was a toddler. She going under the jail. She now, Bobby has, um, I can say Bobby has had this conversation before. Um, a few times in the group on a various posts that, you know, that we've posted. You know, those posts that don't nobody like to touch when I post them. Mm -hmm. By being touched or whatever else, because that's another one of them things. It's taboo. So then that, it's yeah. taboo for a man to say that they were touched or molested. But Actually, it's, it's not, easier it's, for a female to say, yeah, my uncle, my cousin, or I whatever. Disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Really? I don't okay. I disagree. I don't think it's it's easier. I think it's it's more likely to believe a female versus a male. Hmm. Okay. Because and and why I say that is because of how society has has painted the 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 roles. The man is supposed to be the dominant the dominant figure, mm. and the female is supposed to be submissive. So if a woman gets uh, don't take this wrong way, if a woman gets molested, then that is her role. If a man gets molested. It's harder to believe because he is the dominant figure, regardless of the age, regardless of the age of the, the when it happened, they are still considered looked at as the dominant species. So that's a, and that's the same that goes back to the same thing of what I was talking about with, with honey. If something happened to her child, it'll be if there wasn't evidence like that, it'll be hard pressed to get anybody to believe it unless there is. Oh. Um, Evidence. I'm believing all day. I don't even. I know, I don't even I know you no will. Evidence. No, I'm saying I know you will, but everybody outside of you, and uh, that's what I'm saying. So uh, it'll be hard pressed, and that's a whole other conversation. That's Man, because, and the Man. reason why I know that is because with being, one being in the military, I was able to see a lot of this, a lot of this type of shit. So yeah, 
So I have experience with not me personally as far as happening to me, but dealing with individuals who had this type of stuff happen, dealing with the stigma going coming forward with that type of stuff. And even before I came to the military, it was a it was, a, it was people I knew like either playing football or doing um, dumb shit in life that it happened to, and they were afraid to come to come forward because of that stigma. Like, nah, you lying. Ain't nobody gonna do that. You can't nobody can't nobody rape no man and shit like that. Yeah, you're right. Let me um yeah. let me lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> you know, because we're kind of going down this dark. You know, now we're over here to, you know, what we would do if our child was, you know, molested or whatever. My question is, um, do you guys do things with your kids for, you know, as males, black men, you know, do you do stuff with your son or do you have a door, daddy daughter day? Do you have a daddy son day, you know, and do things that your your children want to do instead of just you feeling like, oh, you know, I bought you a video game where I feed you, I do this, then that's 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 my role. Y'all just take out and have a day for your kids. You know, the day is yeah, I don't play whatever you want to do. That. Do you take time out your, out your schedule and be that type of parent because kids remember moments like that. They don't remember you paid the light bill. Sure. You bought me me personally, I make sure I handle all of my work, you know, outside of their time. The days they're with me, no, that's my time. Like our short week is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Nothing related to me is done from the time they get to my house to the time they, they go to sleep. Um, I, like I tell my, my son asked me this question a, a month or so ago. He said, Dad, what do you do when, when I'm not here with you? I said, I make sure that I take care of my business so that you, and you, me, and your sister can do what we want to do. Like, granted, before all of this old shutdown stuff, we lived out the museums. We, my daughter almost got us kicked out of out of the museum of tolerance out of all places. Um, we go to the the California Space Center. We we do a science center. I mean, we do all type of activities. Like today, you know, my son is getting introduced into, you know, some manual labor. So I, he helped me with the horse down at the stable, which was feeding him, putting the food in his trough, cleaning his water trough, uh, picking his hind legs up so I can get what's left out of the. Uh, the stuff that's stuck in his horseshoes, getting clearing that out so he can, you know, be able to do stuff. But like, there are things where there's moments like with my son, there is, you know, building foundation as if I'm working on my car, he's right there with me holding the flashlight. Or, and we're playing Fortnite or we're going through PlayStation Network trying to find new games so that we can play. And even so much as, uh, you know, having our own little, you know, YouTube moments where we're acting like we're YouTubers. You know, that those are his interests. Uh, my daughter, she's not yet found herself yet, like, as far as, like, what she likes. She just likes whatever everyone else is liking at the moment. But she's uh, slowly but surely coming into her own. Um, but, yeah, we, we, me as a parent, I do what I'm supposed to all the time, every time, because I know I didn't have my dad in my life the way that I wanted to, meaning that he, mm-hmm. he took some back. He took some vacations. I can count mm. one finger to how many games my dad came to. And that one game he came to was by accident. Um, mm. And that's where I, you know, I for me, I'm a middle child. It's five of us. I'm the, the middle of, I got two older, two younger. Like, it's not, 
out of stubborn, but I said, hey, I don't yeah, know. that was bothering me. This. Yeah, because I feel like that was a real, real lesbian moment right then. I know you like the whole sexual moment right then. Yeah. Right Hold on, wait, stop, pause. See, that's pause, what that's what, that's, that's what light skinned niggas do, though. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's a light skinned man thing, right there. Yep, and we were. Oh, we were wait, wait, wait. How you the man is, wait, how y'all gonna clown the man and he expressing himself? That it's, see, that's part of the issue. That's did. part of the issue. Y'all feed into that same bullshit that we were just talking about. Let the man talk. Stop he saying light skinned and shit. Let the man oh, talk. That was. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> really? And you go? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, oh. um, Bobby posted in the comments. He said, man, my mom used to pick me up and my siblings from school randomly and take us to go eat. I love those times. Um. Though, and I agree because I remember being picked up early from school to just kind of play hooky was like one of the coolest things. And I know I've done that with my kids. Um, far as like having that Sunday, because well, I still have daughter day even with my daughter, but now since Corona, my son don't like going nowhere. If we go to school. School and a doctor's appointment is about good as he gonna go. He ain't trying to go nowhere else because he don't want that. So we do inside stuff. You know, he might be trying to teach me to play this damn difficult ass PS damn foe. John, I'm I'd rather go back to Nintendo. But hey, that's just me. Whatever. Uh, we do movie nights. We, you know, I'm now trying to get him to learn more games. School games, goldfish, old maid checkers you know that kind of stuff oh, because he he's just oh, not trying to hey oh man oh, oh well this one goldfish look remember goldfish goldfish so you know um, going to the old that. school um of learning how to do different stuff we because we we tell uno up we got about 50 get him different a chest of uno. what get him a chessboard well his auntie need to get him a chessboard Stay less. Along, uh, along with hey, you, we I'm still waiting on the sister. I completely forgot. I'm, I'm on the other side. I like. I wish I'd have done more of that, but because I shit for the first about ten years of his life, I wasn't in it like on a consistent basis because we separated. Well. When he was born, uh, six months later, I went to basic training for the military. Next time I saw him, he was like one and a half. Then we were together till he was about two, two and a half. Then after that, that's when we split. And I didn't see him until he was like five, maybe six, just because of life. And then when I moved to San Antonio, I saw him like on the weekends and stuff like that. And like, the weekends we uh we had time together, but like even then it would be like I was juggling him, job, and just life and not really giving him like the full what he what he probably needed at that time. And then forward now, fast forward now, I think about it when I got had to get him, go get him from a situation. I think about it. I, that had a lot that has a lot to do with 
our relationship. Granted, I'm not saying that he despises me, but it's like when I got him his freshman year of high school, we had to learn each other and figure figure out likes and dislikes, what he liked, what he don't like, his thoughts, his dreams, stuff like that. And at that time, it was like it was a real rough time because I was doing the same thing, trying to figure out what the fuck I'm trying to do with the rest of my life because I knew my time in the military was winding down. So, and I was behind a power curve trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, and I, and I, me personally, we've done, I say the last, his junior and senior year, we have done more stuff together. Granted, it's like pulling fucking teeth. I got to drag him, like, come on, let's go. But at the end of the day, it's just a time. Like I always tell him, I said, I don't give a fuck what we do. It's just our time together, just away from everybody and just do shit we, we, that we want to do versus having to deal with life. You know what I mean? So yeah. I wish that I had more time with him as far as his younger years and stuff. But I can't go back. Only thing I could do is continue to move forward. And that's why I'm I'm always in his ear about trying to get him to learn to not only to just open up so he can figure stuff out, but to just to, for him to understand that no matter what happens, I always, I always got his back. That's important. That's very important. Very. And I know I told you because um, when that situation happened, and I'll tell you again, I highly commend you for taking that step because working with kids through my life, I've seen a lot of times where the situation happened where a child has had to be removed from a home and they looking for daddy and daddy like, I ain't signed up for that. Y'all better call somebody else, send them on. Like they wasn't trying to take on that responsibility. And when you're in a situation where you're not used to being the, with the parent, a hundred percent of the time, that's a real adjustment. But I do commend you definitely for taking that step because I know it wasn't easy. Oh, uh, it was easy as hell. It was easy that or go to jail. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. Uh, it was either go get him or kill everybody that was in the situation. So I just I took the oh, easy route because I ain't have um, I ain't have enough ammo at that time. So everything worked out the way it's supposed to. On that note, Bobby said, man, that father-son relationship is really weird when there has been a lot of space between them. I love my pops, but I always felt like him not meeting me till I was 13 was a huge factor with him trying to connect with me. And, and, and it's funny because that's what that was part of the driving factor behind me and my son because I didn't meet, I didn't meet my dad until I was 18. A freshman in college, and the only reason why I met him is because that was my grandfather's dying wish. Like when he passed, wow. he said he wanted all his grandkids to be at his funeral. And and I, I still remember it like it was yesterday when I got the phone call. Uh, I and my, he didn't. My dad didn't even call me. My aunt called my aunt Felicia. Love her to death. Gangster. Talking about gangster woman. Aunt Felicia, gangster. But she called me and she was like, "Hey, baby, this your aunt Felicia." I just want to let you know your granddaddy died. And I didn't know I'm like, who? 
And so once she's told me everything, she's like, hey, they want you to come. And luckily, well, I shouldn't say luckily, um, how things happened, the week prior, I had a a, a, a pseudo career-ending injury in football. I broke my finger to the point where they were trying to decide whether they wanted to amputate it or not. And so I was in a cast, like all this whole hand was in a cast. So I was like, shit, I ain't got nothing else to do. So might as well go. So I, I went and that's when we first met. And it was it was it was odd because that's when I literally met that side, that entire side of the family. And I'm sitting there like everybody knew each other, but I didn't know nobody. And that's all I heard kept hearing was like, damn, you look like your daddy. Damn, you look like your daddy. And I was like, man, fuck, fuck you and that nigga, man. Cause like, where has he been for these last 18 years? But um, like I said, if it wasn't for my Aunt Felicia, that's the that's that would have been the mentality that I, I had that my entire time there. But she made sure everything was comfortable, made sure I was comfortable. I stayed with her the entire time. Like I think I stayed out there for like two weeks. I stayed with him like I want to stay a weekend, maybe. So, yeah, so, and so after that, then it's like, now, like, I'm in my, I'm in my forties, he's like, little 70 something, and it's oh, interesting yeah. because, like, he had, he had, like, different surgery, open heart surgery and shit like that, and sometimes I'm, I'm like, okay, and, but I gotta keep reminding myself, that's your dad, that's where you, that's how you got here, it's, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't exist. And then your son wouldn't exist. So I have to keep telling myself that and not be in my feelings, so to speak. No, I shouldn't even say in my feelings. Not be so cold-hearted. Because I can't be a cold motherfucker. Well, so, I'm cold. Um, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. The devil. When your birthday? Birthday? When your birthday, huh? Day after Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. Devil. Yeah. Love I don't fuck with my biological at all whatsoever. Don't go there because we're we gonna have that conversation. We don't go too deep into that because we're we, we, having we, we, this we, conversation. We'll that, we'll go ahead. I was just gonna say I wouldn't piss on this man if his heart was on fire. Hey, we'll keep that on, on, on the side. We'll keep that on the side. Cause we we going, we we going there. That that look, I'ma just say my daddy called me, just called me while we was on this podcast. And I agree that the father figure being around, it makes a difference. Um, and the gaps, when those those gaps, that's that time of separation. Like not saying stuff can't happen when they're in the picture, but when those there does those gaps there, it seems like it it there's more of an opportunity for stuff in life to happen. I'll say that. Um, so, Duriel, to you, Bobby said, Duriel, man, that's why it's hard for me to connect. What? What's, what's worse, an uh, absentee father or a shitty mother? Shit, both of them fucked up. Mm, I'm just asking. I think it'll be yeah. more difficult yeah, yeah. to have a fucked up mother that's in your life every day treating you like shit than an absentee father because that father absence, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Eventually, you know, that hurt is going to be put in the, in, you know, in the back. 
But to deal with a motherfucker in your face every day that treats you like shit and that ain't shit, that's a constant reminder to have a shitty fucking mother. That's that bullshit. Y'all, y'all, y'all trying to make we ain't gonna talk on it though. Y'all see why dad left. So, I see your internet bill. You ain't paid your internet bill because there you go. Always posting about this mark. Your internet. <laughs> so, Bobby mm-hmm. said a shitty mother. They got a limit. And, and Bobby also said to Duriel, he said, Duriel, man, that's why it's hard for me to connect with my dad's side of the family. I felt like he should have introduced me to that side. Um, Roy mm-hmm. said, my son is heavily involved in sports and martial arts. So he do a lot of traveling to AAU and martial art tournament. And I use that time to have conversations and get that quality time in with him. Time is precious and something you can't ever get back. True business. I fully agree. Mm-hmm. True, true business. I mean, I live in Inglewood. My kids live in Pasadena. That's a good 30 miles from each other. And during LA rush hour traffic, we use that time to, we play car uh-huh. DJ. He pick a song. We talk about it. My daughter pick a song. I pick a song, and most of the songs I've been, you know, I let him listen to the stuff I grew up on. Like, he, my son loves Rosa Parks, Outcast. He listened to Slipping by DMX. You know, we, we just do, you know, different things, you know, the the to make the time matter. You know, I, I co- for me as a parent, as a father, there's no reason for me to be a part, me not to be a part of my son's life. I coach his team. I'm blessed to have a job that allows me to have a certain amount of hours to go volunteer at my son's school so i take advantage of that stuff and then when my time is up i'm like yo i'm like you know like talk yo we about to go so we going to fabulous burger we going to tony boys and all this other type of stuff and have fun and then we go pick up the little one when she get out it's time for her school to be done with so you know there's, there's all type of pastimes that we create to you know create those memories and you know even with my dad even though like I mentioned earlier, he wasn't a part of my life the way that I wanted him to be. Like now, I don't. Mm. I can say I don't care about yesterday. Like my dad's my best friend. Like we sit up there, we work on, we restoring a motorcycle right now. We go to the RV shows, well not the shows, but down to the uh, RV place where you know go look at an RV so we can go ahead and get this and you know do a little traveling with the kids during the summer. So, you know, it's sometimes you have to remember it's, it's what you make it and not what it is. Although, you know, as the adult, I feel that you should be the one making the attempts to be a part of that kid's life. Like that whole, I know you probably got a shitty, they have a shitty mom. Preach it. And a shitty mom is a, a, a shitty mom is a, a, a shitty baby mama. But like, I'm living it. And it gives my, my big picture is my kids. My kids are not going to go without knowing who I am. And that was the main thing. Like I told when I was going through my, my situation in the courts, I was like, I don't want nothing from her. But my last name and time with my kids. We're not doing Give it, me my last uh, name. Give it to me. The name yeah, stays home. Funny. It means a lot to me. My last name means a lot to me. And that was somewhat built from the time my dad was there. He to be All right, I means this, it means that. And I told her, I said, Hey, she, you ain't no done way, so give me my last name back. 
Because he mm. was on some shady stuff. But my kids, I... like, right? Oh, wow. My son is in there. I can see him. The little one sitting here with me. You know, I'm all about them. When she said she didn't want to be with me no more, okay, cool. Give me that shit Anything back. she talked with, I don't want to hear about nothing if it don't, right. I don't want to hear about nothing if it don't have nothing not to do the with name. So, but, you know, life is, life is what, life is what it makes, what we make it. True and that. That's what it is. What's up, dude? So, um, Bobby said. Hey, 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 we, we, yeah, we getting all these, these things now. We getting, getting off the topic. Black Hold on. So, right. yeah, because I'm seeing this one this one comment, and this is going to have to probably tie into our next subject, but I'm going to read it because it was posted in the comments. Bobby said, I can't be with the love of my life because she don't know how to love because she had a shitty mother. Then uh, he mm. said, Max, because my pops has been dead for 11 years now, and I swear we was going to have all the time in the world to spend together. Woo! That's two subjects right now. That and it's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming because one. Well, one thing I'm gonna say is, and that goes back to everything we talked about this whole time, and that 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 sums it all at one time. Um, we don't understand when it comes to parenting. We don't understand the second and third and fourth order of effects when we do or do not do stuff. So, like Bobby said, like not only is he affected by what him and his his pops went through, his girl is affected because of what his mom did, what her mom did to him, to her. I'm sorry, and it's causing them to not be able to connect on a different level because of that. So, it goes back to like I said at the beginning when we as parents make these decisions to do or to not to do, we're not looking at the future. We're looking at right now. We're not looking at, okay, how is this going to affect my child in the in the future? When they grow up, are they going to make the same mistakes that I made? Or when they grow up, what type of mistakes can I help them avoid if I can? Or what connections can I help them understand or how to, like, bottom line, how to love. That's it. How to love myself and love somebody else. Because once you love yourself, you'll be straight. But you know that self-love is one of the hardest things for many people to do. And depending on their background, that is where that is that area of where people struggle with the hardest. I know. I believe me, I know. I, I got stuff over here that I'm like, we we hitting on. Try not to go. Well, don't go into, into it. some of these other topics because I mean we we hit we hitting it, and I mean these are topics and stuff that when I say when it come down to me being a black sheep, like Bobby know my family. Bobby is one of them people. Francine know my family. He know more of my daddy's side than my mama. Friend kind of know both. So. Like when they say that I am the black sheep, I am the black sheep, and I can relate to these topics that we have so much because that I mean it's where it is. Like when we start talking about the self-love, that's where I am in my life. I know that's something that I'm trying to build. And at the same thing with my niece and my child. 
Same thing. I'm trying to build them up to for their self-love to be where it needs to be because there's outside forces that are trying to break that, that have broken and tried to break them down. So it, it, it's, it's one of those parts. At the same time, um, just man with the, like, I could feel what Bobby said so much about, you know, he can't be with the love of his life because of the that's shitty some, that's parent. Some serious shit right there. That is some uh, of the real. That it. is the realest shit. Like that's but think about real. It think about it though. So let's th let's think. And this is this is a whole other conversation. Dory, don't, don't you go off topic? Don't you go off topic? Because it's one forty. We are hour one forty. Don't I'm you take not... your ass off topic? Hold on, Sean. You sit your little nubby ass down somewhere. <laughs> so um, nah, this is what I was going to say. This is what I was about to say. So think about it though. Mm. This man is searching for the love of his life. Well, they found each other, but they can't connect because of decisions that parents made. Think about mm. how deep that is. Ooh, man. So that goes that goes that goes, that goes back to what we said in the beginning. Like being being a parent is we have to be uncomfortable. We cannot be comfortable with us allowing this type of shit to happen. Like, like mm -hmm. if I, I, I wholeheartedly feel if my father was uncomfortable and like, you know what, this my child, I lay with his mom, I'm going to take care of him. I feel my life would not be where, where it is right now. Not saying mm -hmm. I'm bad, bad off. However, a lot of the mistakes I've made is because I didn't know I was ignorant as a, as a man. I was ignorant as a, a black man. And so and one prime example, I know, I know for a fact, I would be in the NFL Hall of Fame, hands down, if I'd have had him in my life. I already had, I had the drive, the the body, the I just you didn't have so the mind. I, I, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have the mind. So if I'd have had that piece, hands down, I'd have been a been in a easy. So as parents, we have to. Again, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Look at beyond what we see now and look at the future of future effects and like, oh, now nah, I need to fix this because if I don't, he's going to pass it on to his child or and so on and so forth. So that's 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 all I'm saying. And I, yeah, yeah, we keep popping off with different different subjects. So we should be straight for we, we got a lot. We got a lot. I'm going to tell you, we have a very long list. From what we talked about last week, even to hitting the topics and really being able to see the comments from everybody, like I, I don't know what episode go we gonna do next, what topic we gonna do next week. Um, I know I I'm gonna tell. We gonna do like two a week to, to, to like get everything because we do we do have a lot of topics. We might do like two a week because I like one is the subject with. Uh, I don't want to go there, but I'm going to just say I'd already told my sister she was going to have to come on here, so y'all already know Ebony. So oh, it's about to get live now. Yeah. It, it, it yeah gonna, okay. When Ebony get on here, we go to conversation. You talking about dirty laundry? It, it, it gonna be it gonna be real because we it's so many avenues with my sister that these topics that we're having it hits and affects us down to especially daddy issues like 
we had our daddy on two different levels. Hold on. And, okay. so, ooh, going into that, uh-uh. like, whoo, it's it, it gonna be real. No, and don't I, even talk I, about I, it. We about to strike. Man, I'm just I'm just hyped because I know what I. It, it's gonna be real. <laughs> I'm black sheep number one. She black sheep no. number two. We gonna we so, gonna be okay. Somebody, somebody, somebody just said it. Somebody just said in the comments that two parent household does, doesn't confirm if you would have been a better person. All that means is your life could be could have been different. And that's what I said in the beginning. Like, if you, at the end of the day, that your child is going to make their decisions, but they're well equipped to make the proper decisions, then you have done everything that you can do. That's just like setting your child up to take the SAT. If you know he got to take the SAT and you don't give him the SAT book or SAT, uh, try to give him the tools to help him pass the SAT, then he's not going to do good on uh do good on SAT. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I feel that. I, I feel that. And I do think as, as parents, our job is to definitely equip our children with as much as that we have. And if we don't have it, figure it out. Like, just like they Google, you don't know something, Google. Because, like, I know when oh, Sanchez was coming home with that oh, new math, baby, I was like, I'm going to Google how to do this. Because, you know, we had basic math. Man, we had hey, regular, that new math, man. That, that new man, math, that new math make you drink. That new it, math is some bullshit. That was some, that's some nerdy dude. I'm listening, listen. That, that was some nerd that used to get picked on in high school. And so he said, I'm going to make, I'm going to come back as a, a professor. And show how to make math harder than what it's supposed to be, so I can look at all the dumb jobs and be like, "See, you still ignorant." That's all that was. I be, I was lost. I ain't gonna lie, I was lost. And Santi, Santi can do numbers in his head. He do the math literally in his head. So I'm doing it, and he doing it, and he like, "Mama, yours is wrong." I'm like, "No, (laughs) I'm looking like this," and I'm like, "Damn, how he get that?" And then I go check the answer. His is right. I'm like, this is a, this yeah, that's how I am. I do it in my head, but they talking about they want they want you to write it down and, and, and yeah, you, you got to write it down. You use as a whole long piece of I paper. Have the answer, I'm you can use a whole piece of paper for one damn problem. Excuse me, you killing trees for real? Like it's bananas. But he he can do it. Like he do that crap in his head. Like my baby. Mm. He made math genius this year. Yay. But he, he got oh, yeah, it. You know, hey, okay, he he no man, no, I wasn't no joke in math. Granted, I, I was an A B student in math, but this yeah. new math, I'm yeah, an F student. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a DF student, depending on what it is. But I will yeah, yeah. I will yeah, learn it. Yeah. I will seek his teacher's assistance. I'll be like, hey, you know you finna have to send me this 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 these <laughs> This layout, right? And they good at it. His one teacher, she was like, I was like, um, she's like, I already got you. He already told me. My mama don't know how to do it. Yes, <laughs> why don't they put me on blast? But I hey, I, I was learning it with him. Yeah, it's hilarious. You know, it's a different thing when you got a kid that do math in their head and can beat yeah, the teacher hilarious. to a point of getting the answer. You know, 
Man, this kid, he he's phenomenal, but but he's a yeah. real genius. He's a genius. He he, a genius. He's very, very smart. He got that that math in the headlock. But hey, hey, you know, hey, you be careful. They gonna try to they gonna try to clone him. No, they they ain't gonna get my baby. Nah, I'm be like, uh, so I'm be like, honey, we 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 going down with a with a fight. Mama little, mama got a little something. Can't be doing that to my baby. You going to prison because you probably gonna be shooting people. So okay, so uh, so yeah, everybody so, else is with me on the math because Bobby said yeah. math is they be doing too much. <laughs> he they said do. math is bullshit. Uh, Yuli said, "Yeah, that new math is the devil." Hey, check it out. I think we need to wrap it up because uh. Cause honey rocking back and forth like she got trying to hold in her boo boo. She's like now she, she hungry. No, first of all, I'm finna she I'm finna that, take y'all with me to eat. That's what I'm finna do. She got that. I'm finna take y'all to the store with me. Yeah. I got that. I got that shit rock. No, that she won't. She, she gonna message me talking about she ready. To, can we finish this up? Cause she ready to get some go cook us some eggs and she ready to start stripping. She said, "Y'all gonna get her." going off topic. I, I she need said, to "We're gonna get her porn view." Hey, I'm done. I'm done. I, I said what I had to say for now. Okay. Well, I you know, we we yeah. I was gonna take it we to. Know. I was gonna take it to the two hour mark, but if you, your stomach hungry, I don't want you losing weight. Matter of fact, it's too late for you to eat anyway. It's one o three your time, but mm. hello, mm. them them I'm points mixed. Um, point, I'm point. I ain't selling no goddamn pizza, no fucking carbs. And guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go get me two more slices when we get out. You go right on here. I'm gonna eat these probably. See, I ain't see started Tony with, got that I ain't orange. started yet. See, that's what I'm talking about. Tony got that orange. He said y'all need to eat healthy. Eggs are healthy. It's protein. You're gonna be farting all night. Mm-hmm. Well, no, she got that old ain't nobody in the bed with me tonight. System just, oh, thank God. Ooh, Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. I bet you <laughs> no, um, messed up. I don't be having boy. gas like that. My body don't be pro. I don't know if process different. I don't really oh, have yo, gas. Yo, yo, your body is ready. Your body jacked up. I know, but I, I, I go poop. I don't really don't have gas like that. I'm a regular Ain't you been pooper. Sick all week with your raggedy system. I'm very regular. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you That's regular, regular. I think I'm allergic to salmon. Every time I eat it, it makes me sick. And I've tried to cook it or or, or just prepare it like several different ways just to just verify. And every time I eat it, I get sick. Oh my god! <laughs> ooh, ooh, gonna ooh. go in too. Look, you gonna go in. <laughs> Wait, why are you doing the 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 erect penis pump? Why are you doing the so? If every time you eat salmon, you get sick, why the fuck you keep eating? <laughs> because you have to do trial and error. It could have been what I was cooking it in. It could have been the type. Apparently, you have tried and error enough to know that if you <laughs> eat salmon, you're going to get well, sick. I, I used to be like, able to eat it. So the first time I didn't eat it, I said, well, maybe that's food poisoning. And then so I was like, okay, what? Well, First of all, trial and error, that's how you get to know shit. You have to do trial and error. All right? So that's what I did. So now I have come to the conclusion that I might just be allergic to it. 
Mm. Now watch this last one. Eat it one more time. Uh oh. Don't don't get too much. Get on. So what, what is your con what is your control in this trial and error? Oh, get I'm on. trying to understand. My mm. question to y'all is: first of all, I'm goddamn grown, so if I want to eat the goddamn salmon and be sick, that's what the fuck I'm gonna do. Okay, and then. No, I'm asking this because I can't. Goddamn day. I tried that shit several different motherfucking ways. Now hey, I have to prove to myself Check that maybe that's what it's got to be, just the meat out. itself, not the way it's cooked. Well, we know you don't like what it. Let me cash out. Say. Let me see if I got to cash out. He sent you some money so you can go go continue your I research on uh, the salmon. Yeah, hush up. Mm. You, go, you go straight ahead looking like you eat small children over there. Shut up. Who you talking to? Whoa. Oh, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I said no. no. I said looking like he eats small children. No, she didn't. Damn. I don't have anything. I don't have anything, uh, Aunt. Maybe well, you wish you had right now. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Woo! Lord Jesus, hold on. Let me let me get it because I pulled it up Jimmy on Yuli. Um, but yeah, Yuli, we did do one last week. Um, that was our first one. Uh, my intent is actually to do different topics. Um, and we do plan on doing it on Saturdays. Um, incorporating a couple of different people. Um, as we go. Um, so that that is the plan. So. I'm going to work that out on um, pulling other people in. Um, some people ain't ready to put it on the table. So, you know, I opened, I extended uh, an invitation to a couple of people from Topics this weekend. Like I said, they weren't ready. And then, you know, no, you, got a couple people, then you got a couple of people oh, that, no. um, um, <laughs> I want to say, they are. Um, Hey, that look like the altar church on Sunday. It do. I told you. Remember when they used to do the one? Remember when they had that? Right now, we're gonna open the dolls. When they had that one funeral home, and they used to do them bizarre funerals, like they was like the people that was. That's what that background looked like. Hey, that look like hey, that usher to be like this. That that's that's the damn church that um that Durian say um uh Demond be preaching at. Oh, <laughs> talking about uh what is it? Little little rock on the side of the road. Oh, oh, Y'all know the rock is bigger than Demond, so yeah. That's why I said little rock on the side of the road to Jericho. Damon is a midget. <laughs> he is a midget. He little. That's why I'm telling him he looked like he was sitting on it in his little booster seat because he looked like he was tall on Saturday selfies. So yeah, he 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 was a little up there. But um, so um, okay, I got some people want to be added to the list for the next conversation. All right. Um, but as I was saying, I won't do everybody. Um, do a Zoom with everybody. 
Mm. So, we'll, right. hey, so when we going to make this go live? When we going live? Not just the group. I'm talking about go live. I'm going to post the link, sir. Because you got two in already. So this is our second one. So I will be posting the link. Um, mm. I'm, I might be changing the platform in the next week or two. Because I came, my, my son-in-law was over here. Shout out to Morgan. He has been very helpful in helping me get all this situated like for real he was over here with me before we started and he had been over here with me. he come kick it without nate he'll come kick it with me i'm like mom what you need help with like what's up like he's very helpful with me getting this podcast started i definitely thank him like the the intro music he did the intro music so he's he's very helpful. What this is his area music? in which he went to school. Oh, for. you ain't hear, you ain't hear the intro music? Yeah, we had um, we got we intro music. And if you listen to the listen to the words to it, it fits. And he yeah, came like I said, my my son in law has access to so much. He has like the few the the free um. Music that's not that doesn't have like those restrictions and stuff on it. Um, so he actually he 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 hooked me up. So he he's helping me with stuff. Um, kind of guided along because he went to school for media and photography and all that. So he's helping me. Um, because who this this a lot of shit. Y'all don't even understand it. This a lot of shit. So um. He is. He's very helpful, and him and my daughter are one of my biggest fans with getting this started, along with my best friend Ed. So, um, they, they are. That is my my three my biggest support system. Like real talk with this whole podcast thing. So I, I greatly appreciate it. I'm yeah. We gonna we gonna work it. So it is what it is. Um. But like I said, Yuli, we're going to bring some people on the group on. I might start posting posts. Uh, I might do it secretly because I know it's some haters. I ain't going to say no names, but it's some haters. Hey, 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 don't get, hey, don't get no table no legs. I ain't, but I, it's, it was funny to me. It's funny to me because I'm going to do what I do anyway and watch they be the next one to try to copy. So. Anyway, so on that night, y'all want to do y'all y'all outros before we go on the game tonight? Oh, now y'all quiet. For real? No, I'm about to say something. Hold on. I thought I froze again. You know what you guys trying to say? Huh? Why y'all got to hate on me? What's up? What's up with that? Nah, what's up with that? I need to let the hate out. I know it. I know you do. You need, you need to breathe. Who's up? We'll, we'll have that conversation yeah. after we finish the recording. Uh, like no, it was it was a good topic. I'm, I'm glad we talked about it. Um, we did we didn't go as in depth as we probably could have because of time constraints. But it's a start. I mean, and for everybody who's still listening, uh, the comments are open. We want y'all to 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 really give us positive feedback. Well, not just give us feedback in general, not just positive, negative, whatever. And start talking. We're not on here just for us. I mean, this is our platform to to. Well, this is T's platform that she invited me on to uh to vent, uh, put our our everything that we're dealing with, and come up with a solution together. 
but it's also for everybody that's listening because again if i'm going through it i guarantee nine times out of ten somebody else is going through it and someone right. with tea yes. tea honey and pony so you're not alone and you're not alone so feel free to 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 voice your opinion ask questions and and comment all the time and then invite more people too most definitely share it with other people that's how we're gonna grow most definitely Honey Marie. What Doria said. <laughs> he talking up to everybody, so I'm just gonna agree with him and keep pushing. I and, that. and and he got his glasses on, so I know he was ready to talk some good shit. It's so hey. ready. I got my, my point I to like this. Hey. Now you oh, need a ruler. Oh shit! You gonna give me a stroke? What are you doing, man? Yeah, that's what you need. You need a ruler. Something. I was trying to tell him he got to get off. Oh, that, okay. That like, you know how oh. he got a club? Oh, get him out. oh yeah. Oh, he got a club light. Yeah. <laughs> he got a club light. Give me a seizure in that damn light. Oh lord, Anthony, outro. Yeah, um, I'm Anthony. I like taking long walks in the park. Nah. <laughs> Uh, it's just no, I plugged myself. Same with plug. Yeah. I thought, hey, I thought Anthony you know, about to do the deal. Uh, Russell Simmons, thanks for coming out. Good night. God bless. Look, right. I'm I'm not, I'm gonna, this is my, my farmer's only intro, outro. But yeah, I look forward to this. It gives me a place to you know feel safe, express some things that's been on my mind, and also is. It's a bit of free therapy, you know, come out here and, and talk about what you know what what you got going on in your life. And, you know, maybe, you know, inadvertently you helping somebody get through something that they're going through. So I'm here for it. Appreciate you guys and look forward to seeing you next week. Most definitely. So um I thank everybody that tuned in, commented, <laughs> interacted. <laughs> I need to say something. Okay. Well, I'm going to say something. I just want to remind people to don't forget to come and pick up yo feelings. <laughs> there you go. That's my job right there. <laughs> but uh, thank you for everybody. You are uh, for tuning in, for commenting tonight. Um, yeah, honey, we, we definitely want to open this up to the group and to more people because, um, I mean, it's just, the world is changing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if anything, I'm just talking with the people that I have here and I'm, thank you for, I'm thankful for my co-hosts, all of them. Um, we want to put it on the table. You know, there's a lot of generational curses in Black families. And we want to break those, you know, it's stuff that has leaked out to my kids that I didn't want to deal with because it was unspoken. You know, the secrets that come out 40 something years later, you know, the stuff that's never talked about. That's what we want to talk about. We want to put it on the table. We want to grow. We want to heal. You know, we don't want to keep standing, staying in a same space. You know, there's so much growth. And when you have situations like that holding you back, it, it definitely holds back. You don't realize it until you're ready to be real with yourself. 
So this is what this platform for is to talk, is to vent. Um, like I said, I'm open. If you're if you're open to coming on, I'm open to bringing you on on the topics because we got a whole lot of topics. It's going to be real. And as the black sheep in my family, I might be super disowned after some of these topics. <laughs> but it is what it is. And I'm I'm here for it. But um, thank you for everybody tuning in. Uh, we are looking at doing this on Saturdays, um, Central Time, my time about 9, 9.30ish. Uh, I will start posting it more in the group, kind of giving Jesus. it a full group. So, that's like, that's uh, like the you and Cali. Durio is already, what? It's already I'm in the future, baby. Time. I'm in the future. <laughs> The you realize you you for real the book are in the future because it's tomorrow over in there. The future. Yep. I can tell you yeah. exactly what's gonna happen. Well, can you tell me if I'm gonna win the damn lottery? I, I was just like gonna that. say, please give us them lottery numbers. Yeah, what? Give me them numbers. <laughs> give me them numbers. What? Give me them lottery numbers. Them numbers. I need oh, your numbers. future looks bleak. <laughs> <laughs> So See how he go. See how yeah, we get away. Yeah, 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 for real. And you know it's gonna get worse when we get off the I after party. So, but on that note, we will end the Chronicles of a Black Sheep for tonight, and we will see y'all next Saturday, same bad time, same bad channel. Good night. Deuces. One.